This podcast episode is sponsored by CBDWitch.co. Our high-quality, industry-leading herbal vitamins and supplements are helping millions experience overall improved well-being. Whether you need to support your body in losing weight, gaining weight, getting better rest, or you want high energy with zero crash, we have something in store for you. Go to www.cbdwitch.co to learn more and shop now. Thank you again for listening to Bossy Bruja Podcast. Witches are reawakening to their power all over the world right now. The world is being reclaimed. We celebrate in gratitude. Welcome to Bossy Bruja Podcast with your host, Ayodele Fuega of BossyBruja.com. Ayo is here to encourage and inspire you to live your best, most enchanted life. On this podcast, we'll discuss magic, empowering ideas, powerful spiritual practices, and books to support you on your path. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so grateful you're here. Here's Ayo. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve and Merry Christmas to people who celebrate. Merry or Happy Yule to people who celebrate. I want to talk today about some ideas and some words which I hear often in the spiritual community. And those words are practice, vibration, alignment and frequency and I'm excited to be having this conversation under a Capricornian sun because this energy lends itself so beautifully and powerfully to discipline and hard work and grinding and working things out and bringing order and parameters (laughs) boundaries and structure into one's life, which has really wonderful benefits of producing more of our desired outcomes. So I'm often talking to my students about practicing, practice, 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 you know, practice your magic, practice it, But I want to take a a dive into the actual definition of some of these words um, and then, you know, explain why they're important in, you know, plain language. (laughs) So practice is the actual application or use of an idea, belief, or method as opposed to theories about such application or use. It is the customary, habitual, or expected procedure of something, especially in the context of um, work or religion. It's the carrying out or exercise of a profession. It is the business or premises of a doctor or a lawyer. It is an established method of legal procedure. It's also defined as the repeated exercise in or performance of an activity or skill so as to acquire or maintain proficiency in it. 
To practice is to perform or exercise a skill repeatedly or regularly in order to improve or maintain one's proficiency. It is to carry something out, to perform it, usually uh, an activity method or custom, habitually, regularly, okay? So when I'm telling people practice, I'm saying two things. I'm saying do what you know, and I'm saying do it often, (laughs) you know? Do it regularly, do it. And I usually give, like, my students days to do things. Like, if you know, a lot of us do work on Thursdays. We're going to do prosperity work. You desire something, you need to be doing work for it consistently. Like, this is how our particular world functions. You're not really going to do something one time and keep getting the results. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of have to be consistently doing something (laughs) in order to produce those consistent results that you're after either to, um, oh, I might have messed up the sound a little bit. Sorry, I was putting down my tea cup. Um, So you might be wanting to improve, like the definition says, or you might be wanting to maintain. So I tell people all the time, maintaining and manifesting are two different things. The work that is required to manifest something is different than the work it takes to maintain. But here's what I've recently discovered, like in the last couple of years, is that if you would simply go into maintenance work, then the thing will not only manifest, but it will be it will be sustained. It will remain. What I mean by that is if you're someone who is desiring to manifest um, of more fitness, Instead of focusing on, like, you might take a, a woman-shaped can, uh, candle and carve the body or take wax and shape uh, the body, representing your own body the way you want to, do a little sympathetic magic, do a burn with that, and that might help you to manifest the thing, right? You might find that you just lost 20 pounds and you weren't even trying, but to maintain it, might look like doing weekly uh, beauty burns on, on, a, on top of a beauty jar, praying over your body every day um, while you're washing, giving thanks for your body. It might look like you doing clay packs, you know, on your stomach. Um, it might look like regular fasting. It might look like going to the gym, practicing yoga asana, going for walks in nature and eating more of the earth, right? Drinking more of the waters, raising the heat in your own body through cardio or running, jogging, uh, brisk walking. So that would be the maintenance work. If Can you see how if you would immediately begin the maintenance work of the manifestation? So imagining that it is already done, what do I do now? Right. So that is what I'm saying when I tell people to treat their Honda like it's the Tesla. Treat your your current home like it's your dream home. Treat your space like your lover 
is already on their way over, right? Make some space for them, clean off their bedside table, make some room in the closet, make sure you have the his and hers or hers and hers, his and his, uh, they and them, okay? Uh, towels, make sure you already, you set up an extra place at the, the dinner table, right? Make sure that you are already maintaining and living and existing in the experience of the thing already accomplished and it must come. This is what I'm saying. Instead of focusing so much on manifesting, 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 simply focus on maintaining. And this is what we're really discussing when we talk about alignment. So let's look at the definition of alignment next. Alignment is the arrangement in a straight line or in correct or appropriate relative positions. It is the act of aligning parts of a machine. It is the root or course of a road. It is a position of agreement or alliance. That's what I, that's the definition I like. Although I do like the arrangement in a straight line. It's so interesting because I was listening to my favorite uh, tech philosopher Alex Wolf, she pulls a lot of her um some of her ideas you know from Alan Watts who talks about how obsessed with straight lines humans are if you look at you know a city from an aerial view you see that it's lines grids <laughs> you know um straight lines but if you look at the earth from an outer space point of view there are no straight lines. Everything is rough and jagged. That in nature, everything is bending, right? And in magic, it's really it's really um, uh, interesting that one of our definitions of magic is to bend things at will, right? So it's really uh, an exercise in our godlike creative power to change the things around us by changing our own consciousness and our own thoughts by bending things right anyways so I like that original uh, definition or the second definition sorry a position of agreement or alliance I looked up the word alliance and we have a lot of synonyms here we have association union league pact um Combine, affiliation, partnership, fraternity, brotherhood, sorority, team, society, club, guild, group, organization, relationship, affinity, connection, closeness, kinship, propinquity, whatever that means. I don't know what that is. Okay. So we're talking about, when we talk about align, alliance and alignment, we're talking about being close to something, being in relationship to it, being in partnership with it, um, being, having an affinity with it, building a rapport with it, being in harmony with it, right? Alignment, um, is about your agreement with something. So, when you are in alliance, in agreement, in partnership, um, in affinity or have a rapport with prosperity, friendship, love, health, nature, right? What is my relationship with it? I don't stand in opposition to the things I desire. I stand with them. I stand in close relationship with them, proximity. I am exactly where they are, right? 
I am lined up with them. Okay. So instead of manifesting, a lot of times what we're actually doing, I was talking about this on a live today. A lot of times what we're actually doing is we are aligning. We are um, aligning with an upgrade. We are putting ourselves or moving into position for improvement, for expansion. And we just learned in the definition of practice is the practice, the acting or um, implementation of an idea, belief, a method is um, for the benefit of improving. You get better at it. You improve. You get the upgrade. Or for maintaining what you already have. Now, another word that we get is vibration, right? Let's look up the word vibration. I'm picking up my phone. <laughs> I screenshotted the definitions. So a vibration, um, the way we mean it, is a person's emotional state, the atmosphere of a place, or the associations of an object as communicated to or felt by others. It is an instance of vibrating in physics. It's an oscillation of the parts of a fluid or an elastic solid whose equilibrium has been disturbed or an electromagnetic wave, right? So we're interested in that definition of a wave as well as the informal definitions of a person's emotional state, the atmosphere of a place, like the feeling of a place or the associations of an object. Um, so that's vibration. And then the last one I wanted to focus on here is frequency. The frequency is the rate of occurrence, the frequentness, the prevalence, uh, the amount, the rate of repetition, the recurrence, repetition, persistence, and the regularity. These are really powerful. So let's tie this all together and figure out what the fuck it has to do with us. <laughs> like, why does this matter to us? Okay. So first, your vibrations, right? The, first of all, a law of vibration states that everything is moving. Everything in the universe has a vibe. It has a feeling. It has a rate of vibration. It moves a certain way. So if there is something that you're desiring to experience in your life or experience more of or keep experiencing, what you must do is maintain the vibration of it by staying on the frequency of it. Your frequency is how often and how often something is happening, okay, within an interval of time. So if you are wanting to align with something to experience it more of it or to continue you have to plug in tune in pay attention to give your energy to speak it visualize it um, perceive it be grateful for it practice it <laughs> often so in the real world what does that mean so first of all repetition is this uh this quote I love, it says repetition is the mother of skill. But repetition is also how beliefs are formed. You say something enough times, people start to believe it, right? Remember weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> you say something often enough, people really start to believe it because all it takes to form a belief is that you keep thinking it and beliefs manifest. So in the real world, in you know real terms, what are you 
repeatedly thinking about? What are you focusing on repeatedly? What are you speaking out of your mouth repeatedly? What are you listening to other people speak out of their their mouths repeatedly? What things are you hearing stated over and over and over and over and over again? In the spiritual community, there are some ideas that you'll hear (laughs) constantly. I am divinely guided and protected. That's a good one. I am divinely guided and protected, right? You hear certain thoughts or grand rising, (laughs) right? You'll hear certain things repeated again and again. How about, especially in this, this meme culture that we've created for ourselves, how about the only people who are offended by your boundaries are the people who benefited from the absence of them? How about that? These are thoughts that we hear again and again. Who knows whose words these are? Who are we quoting? Where did the the grand rising thing come from originally? I've seen that online for years. One of my friends, um, Tess, um, Too Good Tess, she um, she has a she started with the rich rising thing. She's the first person who said rich rising. That is where that came from. We were being silly one day. She said it. Now I see my coaches, who I've never had a direct conversation with. I don't think Tess has either. Um, but we see them saying it. It's all over the Internet. People really don't care where ideas come from. And you don't have to if you don't want to. But here's the thing. And sometimes there's no way for you to care because how the fuck would we know? Where would we, you know? But here's the thing. All ideas come from spirit. <laughs> here's the thing. Listen. Understanding how these ideas will affect you, what they mean to you, how they influence you, how they affect your vibration, your mood, your emotional state, right? Anything, okay, so here's the, here's the thing. Here's how to decide what should I be repeating? What should I be doing? What should I be thinking about? Who are the people I should be aligning myself with, getting close to, listening to, following online? It is all based on what you desire to experience more of, maintain, or see an improvement in. If you desire more prosperity in your life, does it help you to constantly be talking about how broke you are, to be hanging out with people who are broke, to be in places filled with people who don't, you know, who don't, who have bad, nasty ideas about money and prosperity, following people online who, you know, preach about how money is the devil. Does that help you (laughs) get to where you're going? No, it does not. The frequencies are not the same. The frequency of a focus and a conversation and an appreciation and an acceptance, allowance, celebration of prosperity are not happening often enough, if they're happening at all, you are not on the frequency of prosperity. If you're designing more prosperity, more magic in your life, does it help you to be in association, relationship, following people who are talking about magic and enchantment? Does it help you to be practicing magic on your own, to be documenting it, studying it, reading, reading about it, researching it, watching YouTube videos on it, experimenting about it? Does it help you? Yes, it does. It does. Because now you are on the frequency of it. It is happening and occurring regularly. Here's the big takeaway from this conversation. 
if you desire more, more momentum, speed, um, if you desire to be in the frequency of prosperity um, more consistently, you must return to the vibration and practice it consistently. The emotional state of having more than enough, of being affluent, of having an opulent, lavish, abundant life where all of your needs are sufficiently met. You must think about it, pray about it, meditate on it, visualize it, contemplate it. How nice would this be? Be in places where that feeling, that vibration is supported. Be in relationship to people who understand it and maybe desire it as well and who celebrate it and are grateful for it and who are experiencing it and who talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So here's where different ideas like being a hater don't really help. Because if you're somebody who desires prosperity, but if you see someone prospering uh, prospering in their lives, you are disturbed, you're bothered, you're angry, you're upset, you fucking up your own vibration. You're fucking up your own vibration. You're actually pushing away uh, the people who are practicing the same thing you desire to practice. And you are pushing yourself out of that frequency. Now, why would you do that to yourself? Instead, you should be celebrating. When I see someone um, someone who's fit and gorgeous and beautiful in their bodies and radiant, clear skin, beautiful hair, you know, just gorgeous, I celebrate that. This is beautiful. It's an inspiration and a motivation to me. I love to look at it as often as possible, visualize it, celebrate it, be grateful for it, know it's possible, right? Remember back in the day, back in the 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, Monique would call thin people skinny bitches. <laughs> it is like really difficult for her to drop weight because it's like you do not celebrate or feel gratitude or allow yourself to be on the frequency of that which you desire. You actually hate to see your manifest, your desires manifest. If it's not directly for you, and you know, I have different thoughts about this because I believe when you see it in someone else's life, it actually is manifest for you. This is proof that it's possible for you that you are on the frequency and that it is closer than you can imagine. And that's the only reason you can see it. You are on the frequency of it. Now you need to be on the frequency of it more often, right? When something is happening more often, during an interval of time, that means the frequency is higher. And what are the high frequencies in life? The high frequencies are health. Think about how much energy, how quickly you can move, how flexible and strong you are, um, how much vigor you have. Things are quicker on a health vibration than they are on a, a sick vibration where you're, you know, you're uh, in the bed and can't really move, can't bathe yourself have a hard time breathing. That's a slow vibration, right? So the more often the health is happening and everything that goes into maintaining it and everything that is in alignment with that, um, that emotional state, that state of being, that vibe, when those things are happening more often, it's faster. It's faster. You're talking about love more often. You're showing yourself and others love more often. You are giving thanks and praise and honor for that money more often. You are thinking about your life and, and your desires and your home more often. You're going into maintenance mode. You're doing this. 
constantly, constantly, like my boyfriend, practicing basketball, sun up, sun down, every single day, becoming proficient at it. You understand what I'm saying to you? So our goal, really, is less about manifesting and more about aligning now. I want to get into relationship with it, into um, into order, into relationship, into the vicinity, proximity of it. I want to be in affinity with it, with my desire, seeing it everywhere now, seeing it everywhere now. Now I'm walking into rooms and people talking about it now. Now I'm receiving invitations to go and be in, you know, spaces where it's already happening now. And when you're in those spaces, opportunities come. Ideas come. Inspiration come. Motivation come. Right? This is why it's so good. Like, you follow people who are in your same industry and allow them to inspire and motivate you. Easier to do your work now really hard to maintain some of these things when you're around naysayers and non-believers and people who are constantly talking shit about people who do what you do. Hard to maintain that frequency. You're out of alignment. You understand? This is why it can be difficult to maintain relationships with people who are, you know, completely at odds with you, what you believe, with your goals, with your dreams and desires. They're going in an opposite direction. They're talking about shit that you couldn't give a fuck less about. It's hard to stay in alignment with things that are not uh, lending themselves to your dreams and your goals, things that are not in alignment, not the same vibe, not on frequency. I feel like I've, I've been very clear here. So let me read some things from my notes. When you're trying to determine the vibration of something, you can ask yourself some, some questions. What frequency is this on? Right? A vibration is a rate of frequency. Your vibration, which is the exact same thing as your circumstances and what you manifest, what you experience, your vibration is how often something is happening. Money is happening here constantly. This is a money vibration. Right? To figure out the vibration of something, ask yourself, how does it feel? When you go into a dirty, moldy, smelly, old motel, does that feel like luxury and abundance and opulence to you? Now, when you go into a place, you know, that's right there on the beach and everything is glistening and shining and perfectly clean, pristine, beautiful, wonderful staff, everybody at your beck and call, doesn't that feel abundant and prosperous? Wouldn't you choose to spend more time in that environment than in the other? To determine the vibration, you can ask yourself the question, what energy is this giving? Right? We're very, very good at identifying. This is giving life. It's giving energy. It's giving sexy. It's giving worth. You know what I'm saying? It's giving Venusian. You know what I'm saying? We're very good at that. I'm asking you to do it when it comes to your goals and dreams. Okay. So when we are trying to inquire and figure out whether something is aligned with us or if we want to be aligned with it, here are some questions we can ask. Is, is this the kind of environment, energy, or vibe I desire? Right? Is this the course that I desire to be on? So 
Also, I have a list. <laughs> I'm going to try and go through this. It's nine different things of what can shift your vibration. What can shift your mood, your emotional state, your frequency, vibration, your vibe, your energy, and your environment? Get a pen and pencil. Number one, your perception and interpretation of it. How you see things. How you see things. You can go into a space or you can maybe be living in minimal, you know, circumstances right now. And you can see this as, you know, a beautiful, uh, mentally stimulating or a peaceful environment, or you can see yourself as being poor. Right? You know who was a minimalist? Steve Jobs. And there are different kinds of minimalists. There are people who just, right now, that's all that they can they can access mentally, emotionally, financially. So there are some people who are just um, the necessary minimalists, and that's fine. But how you perceive and interpret your circumstances, you can look at this as a poverty or you can look at it as open space for creativity this is a beautiful opportunity this is a blank canvas for me to paint my beautiful life on and to be very intentional about the different things that I bring into my life and my space and this is a great opportunity for me to be socially conscious and to make very clear um, and meaningful decisions about what I will use my resources um to acquire or to invest into? What brands am I aligned with? How can I, um, what things are essential to me, right? And then when you become a person who uses your things very intentionally and um, in a practiced, consistent way, those things start to take on uh, a new meaning. Instead of being possessions, they become tools, tools are different from possessions possessions are just you you know you have it you might touch it once a year use it forget you have it it get dust on it end up in the back of a closet but tools are like friends they are a part of your process they are an extension of your own hands they become um the things that you you rely on to create what it is you're creating right so the second thing is language, right? So we're talking about how you can shift your mood, emotional state, vibration, frequency, vibe, energy, or environment. Another thing you can use is language. So the words you use to describe things, instead of saying I'm poor, I'm broke, you can say, one of my friends says, I'm between blessings. But you, you don't even have to say that. You can say my blessings are forthcoming. My blessings are ever-present. You don't have to explain to people why you won't be attending or why you don't have to explain those things. I'll be there when I can come. <laughs> I'll be there momentarily. How are things for you right now? Unbelievable. Amazing. I'm so happy to be alive, right? You can use your language to go into affirmations and prayers because your words are sound. Sound is vibration. And if you want to practice the vibration of prosperity, speak about prosperity, okay? Pray and affirm. The third thing is your physical, uh, the physical state of your body. The physical state of your body directly affects your emotional state um, and your mental state. So your posture, being well-fed, having plenty of uh, nutrition. If you do not have any supplements, vitamins, um, herbally-based that you use yet, please go to my website, tlcbarbies.com. Um, 
and check out the Nutriburst and the Nautica Sea Moss with dragon fruit um, and coconut sugar. It's so good for you. So also your energy, right? What your energy level is, being well-rested, being flexible, light, comfortable in your body, well-sexed, even if it's um, a solo practice, okay? <laughs> breathing. How well are you breathing, right? Paying attention to those lungs, deep breathing. They say the longer the breath, the longer the life. Um, your sense of balance, mental clarity, which I find is easy to achieve with sobriety. Um, your state of calmness. And I think a thing that um, can bring immediate wellness to the state of the body is smiling and laughter. There are some uh, healers who swear by laughter is medicine. There's, I remember back in the day, I cannot remember this man's name. I have to look it up, but he healed himself of cancer by laughing. <laughs> he would just, he would just put on comedy and just laugh. And the body corrected itself. Why? Because my frequency is that of happiness. My frequency is that of laughter. I'm laughing constantly. I'm laughing all the time. And this has healed me because on that frequency, on that frequency where laughter is happening um, at a high frequency, which is to say often, on that vibration, health occurs naturally. Also cleanliness of the body, <laughs> self-care and beauty really helps to be in a state of beauty where you are a sight of pleasure to yourself. The fourth thing is your environment, which is your second home. Your body is your first home. Your environment, um, work, home, living, et cetera, wherever you vacation, summer and winter. Um, the environment, the sounds, music, okay, um, flowing water and fountains let me go back to sound again sound is vibration it is movement if you put your hand next to a speaker right i heard this in a hoodoo documentary if you put your sound your hand next to a speaker when the sound is on you can feel it that's because sound is physical <laughs> so when we speak things to existence this is some of the earliest um evidence of that thing being actually existent okay it's becoming physical when you speak it, when you write it down. And when you see it in your mind because thoughts are things. Okay? I'm going to tell you how I know thoughts are things. That they have force. That they are physical. You ever have a thought and it turn your stomach? Or it make you super giddy and happy and excited? There's something you're looking forward to. It changes you emotionally. How about, have you ever been sitting somewhere... And you can feel someone looking at you. Or have you ever been in your home thinking about someone and you call them and they're on the phone already? That used to happen a lot of times with landlines. I don't know about cell phones now. You pick up your phone and they're calling you. Thoughts are physical. <laughs> there is something, there's a force that is actually happening no matter how subtle it, it seems to be. But thoughts also translated into inventions. Every physical thing that we're using in our lives, every tool we have is the invention of someone's mind. These are actual things. We're living inside of people's thoughts and inventions. So music, right? Sound, music. I... Some you know, being in my home, the radio, um, 
the TV, these things, the, the news, these things are not the frequency that I desire to be on. I can't just have things in the background. I prefer silence. <laughs> we can put on like meditation music or spa music, but people random just talking about any fucking random thing in the background is not going to work for me. So unless I'm actually listening to it and I'm, you know, there's intention there, I'm not just one to have things, you know, cluttering and polluting the air around me. So sounds, flowing water fountains, this draws prosperity as opposed to having leaking faucets, which drain prosperity. So fix your pipes. Um, arranging your space according to feng shui charts. Having orderliness and organization, cleanliness in your space. Um, having patterns that you like in your space. Okay, I'm really into like these, I don't know what you would call them. I feel like they're retro mod um, patterns. I'm really into them right now. Um, decor that you actually like. There's nothing worse than like having old pieces of furniture that you got on, you know, that you hate. It, every time you look at them, you can't stand it. There's nothing about them that brings you a sense of comfort or peace. You know, you got to be, I think it's really important to select items to bring into your home with, with clear intention, things that you actually like and not just, you know, oh, this is cute, this little fuzzy thing that doesn't go with anything. <laughs> That's now, you know, I've had it for three months and it's dirty and I'm just still having it. No. Um, color schemes that bring you a sense of peace. This is aesthetics, right? Which is an actual form of, it's an actual philosoph philosophical study. Um the psychological effects of colors and shapes and things, <laughs> um, the way things look, beauty, balance, right, and how they affect us. So decor, color schemes, fresh flowers, plants, your neighbors, right, the bedding that you sleep in every night for six to eight hours a night, you probably want to have some comfortable, clean fabrics that feel Good on your skin. How about the scent in your space? Candles. Okay. I think that these things contribute to feelings of, of peace. But another thing that's important in the home space is a sense of freedom. Can you walk around this place and be your actual self? Can you say what you're really feeling? Are you able to practice your spirituality here? Are you able to, do you feel comfortable? Do you feel safe in your home? Can you walk around naked if you want to walk around naked, you know? Can you, you know, set the temperature in your home the way you want it to be set? And if you can't do these things, I think it's important to begin manifesting a new home space. The home space is, I think, it comes second, in my opinion, to your physical body, okay? It is so important because of how it impacts and affects your mental and emotional state and you know, because that affects everything else in your life. The fifth thing I already mentioned was sound, vibration, frequency, being very mindful of how um, different sounds, different music are affecting your emotions. The sixth thing is people and relationships. 
I feel like that's a no-brainer, okay? Careful with those relationships. Seven, focus, mental clarity, and purpose. This is so huge because, like I said a, a while ago, um, your purpose, your desire, what you are seeking to manifest, this really determines what I'm going to be doing day in and day out. This determines what I'm going to be practicing, what I'm going to be lending my attention to. You can't do everything. So the work that you do, the religion that you practice, this really has to be something that you have a love for. It has to be aligned with what you actually desire, what you actually want in life. Because in order to make shit happen or to line up with what it is you desire, you're going to be doing a lot of it. So make sure you love it. And honestly, even if you don't love it in the beginning, after a while, <laughs> the practice and consistency of it makes it very uh, psychologically comforting to you, even if you didn't like it in the beginning. Um, the eighth thing is meditation and prayer or visiting the altar. This can change your vibration immediately. And then the last thing, the ninth thing is nature. Nature is naturally peaceful, pure, divine, and abundant. So if you're seeking to manifest that kind of a life, returning to nature as often as you possibly can is really good. I know for me, when I relocated from Miami to Vegas, I was not going outside as often. I'm a person who, you know, Florida is always warm. There are beautiful parks everywhere. It's like you're in the jungle. I will go out into nature every single day. So coming to the desert and not going out, maybe going out maybe six or seven times since I've been here has been like, I noticed the difference. Something is wrong here. Like I have to get back outside. I have to find, you know, natural spaces to explore for my own, you know, frequency, my own vibe, my own emotional state. So I feel like I said enough here. <laughs> my, um, you know, my word for the year is frequency, um, which is, you know, consistent practice, consistently tapping in and tuning into the ideas, the vibration, the emotional state that I desire for myself. I hope that this podcast episode has been useful and helpful to you. If you uh, want to leave me show notes, you can go to my page on anchor.fm forward slash bossy bruja um and you can leave me a little note or if you would like to leave a comment underneath the post on my instagram page corresponding to this podcast episode i look forward to hearing from you guys and i hope you have a lovely holiday we'll talk soon peace and blessings Thank you for joining us on the Bossy Bruja podcast. We're inspired by you and hope you are inspired along with us. To learn more about Ayadeli and to find more ways to live your best, most enchanted life, go to bossybruja.com, bossybruja.com, where you can read the blog, find prayers, invocations, and our witchcraft shop, where we have a carefully selected curation from books to abalone shells, crystals to smudges, and many delights in between. We are with you in this reawakening and are so glad you're here. Stay bossy, Bruja!